If you have your Bibles, I invite you to turn with us to the Gospel of Matthew. <coughs> Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 through 27. All the words that we're going to read this morning is words that Jesus spoke. And... Uh, you know, all throughout the Word of God, God speaks all the way from Genesis to the book of Revelation. And uh, when he's doing the speaking, I want to know what he's saying. I want to know why he's saying it and, and what does it have to say to me. And so he starts there in verse 21. And the caption over this portion of God's Word in my Bible says, False profession. Make sure that your profession in Jesus is not false. Folks, it's going to be a horrible day when we stand before God and we hear him say, I'm sorry, I never knew you. Horrible. Jesus said, not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out demons? And in thy name done many wonderful works? Have we not done this, Lord, in your name? And then will I profess unto them. Jesus said, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Therefore, now the word therefore is therefore what has just been said. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man who built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon the house. And it failed not, for it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man who built his house upon the sand. And of course the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. Father, help us to see that our lives needs to be built on the rock of Jesus. Help us, Lord, to focus this morning on, on our foundation, uh, where we stand in life, where we stand as a husband, where we stand as a wife, where we stand as children and youth. All of us, Lord, we stand somewhere today. And I pray that you'd speak to our hearts in Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. I want you to let's think about this morning what the bulletin says, the title, Cracks, Cracks That Control Our Lives. Now, being in construction business for some 45 years now, I've seen a lot of foundations, and I've seen a lot of foundations that didn't make it. I've seen brickwork cracked. I've seen block work cracked, rock work cracked. I've seen sheet rock cracked and doors swagging and it all goes back to the foundation. 
Uh, I'm recalling a foundation that was put in over in Pendleton many, many years ago. And the lady paid for that foundation. And we put rebar all in the concrete footing and laid the, laid the block foundation. And that is far as she was able to go because that's all the money she had. Well, time rocked on and I drove by one day just to see if she had started her house. She hadn't. Weeds had grown up all around and I just got up and walked up and looked just remembering uh, those guys who helped me put that foundation in. And on the back side, they had had such massive rains that the foundation, the dirt under the foundation in a particular place was completely washed out. I mean, it was gone. The footing was sitting right where it was. The block work wasn't cracked because of the foundation that was put in, because of the rebar that supported that thing. Let me tell you something. Rain's coming, wind is coming, storms are coming, and you and I need to just well get ready and prepared for it. It is amazing to me, the instigator of the, of the rains and the winds and the storms in life comes from Satan. He don't want your foundation to stand, guys. He wants it to crumble. He wants it to get away from you that you lose all control of what you thought was solid. Cracks are not easily fixed. Foundation problems. Church, how about a church with cracks? I'm not talking about the physical building. I'm talking about the fellowship. I'm talking about the communion between members. Are there cracks in our fellowship? Are there people in here right now that you despise? Are there people in here right now that you can't get along with? It's a crack, my friend, and it needs to be repaired. It needs to be fixed. I don't know what's going on in this physical body. I have no idea. <laughs> but I'm a struggling with shortness of breath, dizziness. So if I fall out, do not call 911. And for goodness sakes, don't put no paddles on me. Call my friends right up here at Sandifer. They know what to do. There'll be no question about it. Okay, I don't know why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. I mean, just, I'm sure it's got nothing to do with age. There's some of you older than me in here and you look like you're doing quite well for the shape you're in. <laughs> you know what? There's cracks. Not only in our church family, but there's cracks in society. You know, I, I've talked to a lot of people in the time God, since God called me to preach and a lot of those people have been backslidden on God, okay? And you say, have you been saved? Yes, I've been saved. Well, where are you in church? I'm not. And don't plan to go back. I'm looking for the perfect church. I said, I'll tell you what. Now listen, when you find that perfect church, call me and I'll tell you right then, if you've joined it, it's become unperfect right then when you joined there are no perfect churches, okay? There are cracks in our church. There are cracks in society. And, and people say, well, they hurt my feelings over there. 
And I say, well, where do you work? Have your feelings ever been hurt at work? Oh, yeah. Did you quit? Why, no. Okay, stand your ground. Stand firm on the, on the word of God. That's the only place we can stand, y'all. Standing on the word of God. Now, how do we deal with these cracks? In the scripture, two men. Two men. Let's compare these two men. Both men wanted to build a house. Nothing wrong with wanting to build a house, you know. Uh, Lynn and I are in our second house, and hopefully, my goodness alive, I hope it's the last one. I don't want to build another one. Both men had the same dream. They wanted their own place. Nothing wrong with that. Think about this. Building a life with meaning. What kind of life are you building? You need to write some of this stuff down, y'all. What kind of life are you building? Is my life going to count in the future? What about building a family with meaning? You know, as I looked at these precious little children that were sitting up here a while ago, and I didn't want to stare at one. I just sort of scanned back and forth. You know what I was enjoying? Watching their little lips move, singing those songs. Lord have mercy. And I'm thinking about some of those whose parents do not come. They're missing it. Parents are missing the blessings of the gifts that God has given them. Children are not a burden, y'all. They're a blessing. The reason they become burdens is because parents aren't doing what they're supposed to do. Parents have allowed cracks to form in their family, and they're just saying, well, oh, yeah, everybody else is doing it. We just let it go. Let me tell you about a crack in a foundation. It don't get better. It gets worse. We was trying to help a needy family this weekend, and they their floors were sinking and, and we went in and, and, and some of the doors would shut about halfway and that's far as they'd go. Halfway shut or halfway open, any way you want to put it. It's a cup half full or half empty. It just depends on how you look at it. But the foundation had, was settling. And I mean, it wasn't something that was easy to fix. And by the way, let me tell you about cracks, whether they're in the church, society, your workplace, your family place, your life, my life. They don't fix their self. They do not fix their self. And listen, they don't go away. Uh, you can dob mortar in that crack if you want to. It ain't going to help it. It's going to keep getting bigger. You can put a piece of shrubbery there to hide it, but it's still there. Just think about the building. You know, life has its meaning. Families have their meaning. Listen, no couple walks down an aisle with the idea, I can't wait till I say I do because I'm going to turn right around and divorce them. Oh, they don't go down the aisle with that in mind. They go down the aisle with in mind, hey, I am fixing to get married to the love of my life. We're going to have a happy home. We're going to have children. And we just, everything's going to be great. Look out because the rain is coming, the wind is coming, and there are going to be cracks that's going to begin to form that we need to attend to. Two men, both had the same idea, both heard the same sermon, both might have been in the same church. The written word 
The written small W-O-R-D was spoken by the capital W-O-R-D. Just because you say, Lord, Lord, I'm worshiping you, I'm praising you, I'm giving to you, and I'm in. It doesn't mean that you're saved. You've got to go by the cross. You can't bypass the cross. You can't bypass the blood of Jesus and get in. He's going to say, I'm sorry. There it is right there in the scripture. I never knew you. I underline those four words. I never knew you. That's a personal thing. Uh, We're either in a storm or we've just come out of a storm or we are headed for a storm. You know, in driving, going down the road driving, a lot of times we see real black clouds ahead of us up there. Well, hey, and even see lightning coming out of the sky. And as we get closer, we receive the results of the wind. The trees are switching back and forth. And first thing you know, there's a drop or two of rain hits the windshield. And first thing you know, there's more drops and more wind and more rain. And all of a sudden, it is so stormy. The best thing to do is to pull over. Till the storm passes. Well, what do you do when you pull over? The best thing to do when you pull over is to pray. Lord, whoever's in the path of this storm, and right now I feel like I'm in the middle of it, help me get through this storm because storms are real. The difference here is sand and rock. You know what I thought about when I, when I read this scripture? I thought about the three little pigs. See, that's silly. It wasn't silly the first time I heard it. First time I heard it, no, it wasn't silly. First little pig, he was very energetic. He wanted to get out from under mom and daddy and get his own little place, so he, he gathered him up a bunch of straw and he built him a nice little hut. Well, the old big bad wolf, the devil himself, showed up and just blew the thing down. Eat the pig, it's over with. The second pig said, man, I ain't gonna do that. I'm going to use sticks. Sticks are much stronger than straw. Might take me a little longer, but I'm going to build it out of, out of sticks. And he did, and the wolf came, blew the little house down, eat up the pig. Third little pig said, hey, two brothers of mine wasn't too smart. In fact, they was about half lazy. <laughs> I'm going to build me a house out of bricks. He built his house out of brick. Here comes the wolf. Here comes the devil. He huffs and puffs and huffs and puffs. And finally he can't do any good. So the little thing says he climbed up on top of the house and started his way down the chimney and lost his footing and fell in a pot of hot scalding water. He died. The little pig won because his house was built out of brick. It was built on a solid foundation uh, you know, when I think about I think about those two men, rock and sand. Foundations are important, y'all. Foundations are very important. Many, many years ago, many, many years ago, I don't even know how long ago now, Josh and I put the foundation in for Souls Harbor Baptist Church, laid all them blockets under there. Some of the members would come by and look, and really it looked like a cemetery. They said, why are you putting so many piers in under this thing? I said, how much do you weigh, sir? Oh, he said, I'll go around 200. I said, how many people you think is going to be in this building at one time? It weighs the average 
of 150 pounds. Oh, he said, there'll be a lot. I said, when you walk across this floor and it loaded, you're not going to feel this. Well, it's still standing. They're happy. They knew, they still know today who done it. And it's sitting on a solid foundation. It's important because storms are coming. And the devil is in charge of that storm trying to destroy your life and my life, trying to destroy our marriage, trying to drive a wedge between us and our children. Hey, don't think it won't happen, guys. Hey, you might, everything might be going well right now, but we need to keep our eyes on the Lord because foundations are important. I think about the Twin Towers. You know what? Those towers started out with a massive, monstrous hole in the ground and tons of concrete, reinforced concrete was poured in that hole and they began to build. Of course, we know what happened. It wasn't the foundation's fault. It wasn't the foundation's fault. You can't start out with a chicken coop foundation and, and expect to have a good solid house. It may be quick, but it just won't last. Um, you know, we, we want what's best for us. And I think about foundations. I think about most of our cars run on unleaded gasoline. Be careful, though, because that diesel handles pretty close to the unleaded crowd. And you can put the diesel in there if you want to, but I got news for you. It will not run. It might spit and sputter and jerk and jump, but it won't run because we put the wrong stuff in it. Jesus said, just because you say, Lord, Lord, don't mean you're going to get in here unless you have invited me into your heart and you have a solid foundation. Listen, the storms came, and guess what? The rains descended, the floods rose up, the wind blew, and the man who built his house on the sand, it washed out and it fell, and the Bible says great was the fall of it because he was a foolish man. On the other hand, the same kind of storm came, the rains beat, the winds blew, the floods rose on the house it was founded on a rock, and it stood because it was founded on the rock. That's the way Jesus wants our lives to be. Founded on the rock of Jesus. I, we sing that song, I shall not be moved. Listen, storms are coming, y'all. Just get ready for them. They're coming. The devil hates you if you're saved. He don't like you. He, he despises you. And if he can turn your husband against you, if he can turn your, your wife against you, if he can turn the children against the parents, he'll do it. That's why it's so important to have a good solid foundation. You know, my daddy, my daddy was right. My daddy was right on when he wore me out because he was working on the foundation. I didn't realize it then, but I realize it now. He was building a foundation for his son. And through that, you know, some of what I am, I am because of what he was. 
And you see, listen, our foundation determines our future. The foolish man lost his house. Now, if you're looking at it in reality, no telling how much money he spent on this house. And then he put all his furnishings in it. And then that storm destroyed every bit of it. But the man that built it on a rock, he too spent a lot of money. He too had a lot of furnishings. The storm came, but it stood. Foundations determines our future. Uh, you know, in a house, you can change all kind of things, move walls and, and rearrange furniture and put down this and put down that, but you really can't do anything about the foundation. Once it's there, I mean, that, there it is. Uh, our creator knows everything because he's in charge. Storms have a way of revealing just exactly what kind of foundation you and I have. In Mark's gospel, chapter 4, Jesus said, boys, let's get in the ship and, and go to the other side. And they all got in the ship. And they started to row and go across to the other side. And guess what? Storm began to brew. Winds began to blow. The ship's tossing left and right. And they're afraid they're going to lose their life. And they say, where is he? Somebody said, he's asleep. Well, wake him up. And they, they go and they wake him up and they simply said, Lord, do you not care that we perish? It don't make any difference to me what kind of storm the devil might throw at me. I know I have Jesus, all right? He, he, I'm in the boat with him. He's not in my boat, okay? I'm in his boat. It don't mean storms won't come. They will come. Our cage will be shaken. Our cage will be rattled. But it depends on the foundation that we have. Listen, our youth today, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> our youth today are not going to be any stronger as adults than what their foundation is right now. And guys, I love y'all. I thank you so much for being here. You know, a lot of, well, not a lot, some churches I see youth, they as far back as they can go. You guys sitting right up here. And I thank you for your love for me. I thank you for your support. And those of you that I know personally, and you've been saved, some of you haven't. Listen, what are you going to do when the, when the devil comes to strike at you? If you're lost and you die in that storm, you're going to hear God say, I'm sorry. I don't know you. But Lord, I went to church. Lord, I was in the youth group. And, and Lord, I sang. And I, well, I'm sorry. I don't know you because you didn't accept my son. Listen, he is the ticket, y'all. There is no other way into heaven other than Jesus Christ. Well, you know, there's cracks in some of our conversation. Listen, mean what you say and say what you mean. There's choices of crack repair. You know, we need to decide uh, in our lives, in our marriage, in our church, in our workplace, are we going to stick together? Uh, you know, Lynn and I spent all day long yesterday together, all day long. We started yesterday morning. We drove to Simpsonville to watch our grandson play football. We sat together. We left there. We rode together. We went out to eat together. We went and made a couple of other stops. We were together. 
all the way to last night, the only thing that separated us was guess what? Hello? What do you think separated us? Football. <laughs> That's okay. She loves it. I don't care nothing about it. She don't hold it against me. I don't hold it against her. We get along. But I really would love to see him kick off one time and the ball just bust all to pieces. <laughs> I think that'd just be a hoot and a half, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, if you're a tiger, if you're a bulldog, if you're a gator, whatever you are, make sure. I don't care what you are. But you better make sure your foundation is founded on the rock of Jesus. And then last of all, the circumstances that leads to cracks. I'm going to tell you these I got three, four, five, seven simple things. Listen, what leads to cracks? Failure to read God's word. What leads to cracks? Failure to pray to the Lord. What leads to cracks? Failure to tell somebody about Jesus. What leads to cracks? Not staying in touch with one another. What leads to cracks? You know, the gift that is in each one of us, are we using that gift for the glory of God? And then, neglect of God's will for your life. Neglect of his will for your life. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, is going to enter into the kingdom. But notice what it says. But the person that does the will of my Father who is in heaven is the one that's going to be there with me. Folk, be careful. The cracks are there. Fix it. Don't patch it. Fix it. If it's a relationship crack, fix it. If it's lostness, fix it. Listen, this, this could be my last message. You got to understand this could be it. I may not preach anymore after this morning. I don't know that. But I want it to go down in history that I've shared the gospel with you and I've taught you how you need to be saved before it's everlasting too late. Fix the cracks that's in our lives. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your presence. Thank you for your holy word. Thank you for the spoken word. Thank you for the... Uh, conditions, Lord, that have led up to this message. And Lord, I ask you to help me to be all you'd have me to be. Lord, I know without you I'm nothing, but I know with you I can do all things. Lord, I thank you for those that are here today. And Lord, I know that you know what each person needs to do today. And Lord, I pray that you'd be with them. Touch hearts, touch lives now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.